Zondervan presents Bond of Brothers, Connecting with Other Men Beyond Work, Weather, and Sports, by Wes Yoder, read by J. Charles. For my father, for my son, with love to Linda, Jenny, and Mom. Men are shaped by what they love. A man should, therefore, adopt as his first love, as his supreme love, that which he wishes to have shape his heart, his soul, his mind, and his life. Preface Welcome to brothers who have been hurt by life, who are stuck and can't quite figure out what to do next. Welcome to fathers who want to leave an authentic spiritual and human legacy to their children and to the generations they foster. Welcome to men whose souls run deep but who seldom find the words or the way to say what they really think, feel, and believe to those they care about most. Welcome to those who wish they could start a conversation with their dads and other men. Welcome also to the women who are willing to listen, to those who want to better understand their men, their fathers, sons, friends, and husbands. Welcome, especially to those who have been crushed or betrayed by those you trusted most. Think of this as your invitation to a new conversation. Introduction Give my daughter to one of us? Are you kidding? A man giving his daughter to another man as long as we both shall live is a scandalous exchange. Pay for the wedding and lose the girl? What moron thought up that scenario? It's all theory until it happens to you. But when it does, the shock evokes a deep silence shared by men around the world. It is a silence that reaches deep into the heart of what a father knows about himself and about other men, and he remembers more clearly at that moment what he was like in his youth than at any other time in his life. The memories can be frightening. Every man who knows himself knows all other men. It's like reading a perfect stranger's mail, whether you want to or not. When that young man asks for your daughter, you'd just rather not oblige him. Maybe it's primal fear, a refined survival instinct, or that built-in paternal calculator that knows the sum of hundreds of wedding guests does not add up to another semester in Italy. Even so, it's not about the money. There is something unspeakably beautiful about having a daughter, something as tender as Mother Mary, to whom a rough-and-tumble man is invited. I'll never forget that cool winter morning when the doctor announced Jenny's arrival. It's a girl, he said. Are you sure? I responded. I knew nothing about being a father to a little girl, only that it takes a tender-hearted man to be a good dad for a girl, and I was afraid I might not be gentle enough for what she really needed. But she grew, and I grew, and somehow, by miraculous design, we waltzed through the years together. I taught her to ride her bike and to forgive a friend who hurt her, so they could remain friends. I helped her with homework and taught her to learn things she thought too difficult for her, talked to her about boys, and all through her junior high and high school years cooked breakfast for her and for her brother. What's a dad to do 
to spend time with modern kids. I built her a barn and fenced the pasture for Sugar, the Christmas horse she got when she was ten. We mucked the stalls together, and when she was seventeen, I held her hand and led that silly horse across the meadow for the last time, crying like a baby, with Jenny comforting me, of all ridiculous things. The horse helped me be a better father, I told her. That's okay, Daddy, she said. We'll find other things to do together. We hoped sugar would be the grace that drew another father and daughter closer. In my religious tradition, and in many others, the father is the spiritual leader of the family. It is his honor and privilege to provide shelter and wisdom in the storms of life and to exhibit the love his family needs so that his children will not run to the arms of others to explore love, or some poor substitute, too early.